You've heard about it for years, a suspected energy weapon wielded by foreign forces against US spies and diplomats. That was one of the theories behind what's known as Havana Syndrome, uh, the series of mysterious illnesses that US officials say struck hundreds of American personnel working abroad. This week, fears of a formidable unknown foreign weapon were dashed. But the political consequences live on in Cuba. Luke Sidham Dundon joins us. And Luke, when did Havana Syndrome first enter the lexicon? PK, six years ago, the first public reports began emerging of acute symptoms in two dozen diplomatic personnel at the US Embassy in Cuba. They included migraines, nausea and a balance disorder that affected the inner ear, with patients reportedly hearing a noise before symptoms began. So... What was it? Well, Shane Harris is an author and national security journalist with the Washington Post. Here he is. Havana syndrome, so-called, this mysterious ailment that's afflicted possibly hundreds, if not more than a thousand U.S. personnel. One of the things they had in common was they reported a ringing in the ears and a kind of pressure that felt like it was coming onto their head directionally. And I think that kind of led people to believe, could this be acoustic in nature and could you basically deliver that via a beam of energy at a distance. And, you know, the United States has experimented the U.S. military with microwaves and directed energy on the battlefield. Nothing that has amounted, as far as we know, to a sort of small portable system. But it was at least out there as an idea. So, Luke, what evidence was there of a weapon or even a syndrome linking all of the symptoms? Well, this is where it's interesting, PK, because there was basically none at all. In 2018, the Associated Press broke the news that a secret FBI report had found no evidence of a sonic attack. That was backed up at the start of 2022. Most of the near 1,000 cases could be explained by environmental factors, but there were still two dozen cases that remained unexplained. The US intelligence report from a panel of expert scientists suggested pulsed electromagnetic energy and ultrasound could be a plausible cause for those symptoms. But this week, the Washington Post's Shane Harris broke news that would scuttle that spy story plotline. The consensus was that it was essentially very unlikely or unlikely that there was any kind of foreign power directly involved uh, using a weapon of some kind to make these people ill because there's no evidence of it. There's no forensic evidence of a government even possessing such a weapon, uh, officials told me. So, look, a whole number of foreign governments were suspected of causing the syndrome, but its origins were always traced back to Cuba, right? That's right. So Shane Harris says many thought Russia was to blame, but given incidents had been reported on every continent except Antarctica, Washington was looking at all its adversaries for answers. Carlos Alzugaray is a former Cuban diplomat who represented the country at the European Union. He questions why the blame was laid at Cuba's feet. The reaction of the Cuban government was, this is not us, but we are ready to investigate and we are ready to invite the FBI to come and investigate in Cuba. The investigation took place and the Cuban government said, no, this has nothing to do with us. And they doubt very much the narrative of an acoustic attack. One important issue that was raised by the Cuban side is if the homes where these ha attacks happened were American homes, but with Cuban employees, why no Cuban employee was affected? So what impact did the affair have on American-Cuban relations? Well, 
Let's go back to 2015. So after decades of hostility, former US President Barack Obama reopened the US Embassy in Havana. In 2016, Donald Trump was elected, and amid swirling theories of unexplained ailments among US staff, he levelled blame at Cuba and threatened to close the embassy. Ambassador al Zugarai says the Trump administration basically wanted to concoct a case against Cuba. It was certainly a very happy time when we learned that we were beginning a process of normalization. Of course, in the meantime, Donald Trump has, had been inaugurated in January. The Trump administration wanted an issue on which to make the U.S. embassy in Cuba and the Cuban embassy in Washington unoperative. So that's what they achieved. The Trump administration obviously wanted to have a case. And PK, the impacts of that case linger to this day. Cubans could not apply for a visa in the American embassy in Havana. They were instructed to go to third countries. The American consulate, which was reopened early this year, doesn't handle visitor visa. I had to go to Guyana and there apply, get the interview and then wait which is quite quite expensive and cumbersome. It has impact on the lives of normal Cubans. Joe Biden, after promising to reverse everything that Trump did, he didn't do anything. So I, I do need to jump in, though, though, because President Biden has lifted Trump's restrictions on remittances. He's restored the people-to-people travel license under which U.S. residents visited Cuba. So there has been some change under the new Democrat administration, right? There has been some change which came very late. All this could have been done right away. They were not done. You know, it's the Americans are at it again. This is worse than everything else that happened before. But, you know, it's the way they do. They they simply um, want to hurt us and we have to protect ourselves. Ambassador Carlos Alzugaray there. So, PK, the political impacts of Havana syndrome, they're clear to see. What is more money, though, are the cases of about two dozen victims that are still seeking answers over their symptoms. Their lawyer says this latest report from US intelligence has been devastating for them. I asked the Washington Post's Shane Harris if they would ever get any answers. He said that was very unlikely, PK. Thank you, Luke. Very, very fascinating story, that one. Thanks very much. Luke Sidham Dundon there. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.